The views and opinions expressed by the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station or Webster Rock Hill Ministries, its management or other hosts or underwriting sponsors. Programs presented by KWRHLP are for educational and entertainment purposes only. Happy New Year, radio listeners out in radio listener land. This is In Tune with Arnold Stricker and... (laughs) Ellie Wharton Radio... What was that? Radio listeners in radio listener land. Wow, radio listener land. In Tune's a two-hour weekly broadcast which focuses and reflects on issues that impact and connects our community in the greater St. Louis area. Our topic includes the arts, crime, education, employment, faith, finance, food history, housing, humor, and justice, and today it's food, and in studio we have the king of all barbecue time, the master of the pit. Oh, not the master of the pit. The master. No. The, the master of the barbecue pit. Oh, okay. I was worried there. <laughs> He's looking at me like, I, what, in the, what in the world are you talking about? I, I thought we were going to go on crime. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 there. no, we, we have Mike Emerson from Pappy's. Oh, my gosh. Mike. Not... Mike, welcome to Not In Tune. Mike well, Emerson. thank you very much. It's a real pleasure to be here. Uh, you know, we spend a lot of time in this Webster community, and uh, it's nice to actually get in here and meet you guys. Hey, yeah. wonderful. Mike is a Webster Groves resident. All right. Yes, both children are uh, products of the Webster Groves School District, and they both turned out great. So I, I thank you too. to everybody. I am too. Appreciate that. I turned very much. out great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Green is. He turned out great. It's a wonderful, wonderful community, and I'm glad to be a part of it. Well, hey, good. Mike, we're we're glad that you uh, came on the show today to talk about, uh, you know, barbecue. I know I, I I kidded about the king of barbecue and the master of the barbecue pit, but seriously, you you can really turn a any kind of piece of meat into this unbelievably scrumptious, mouth watering, saliva rolling delicacy well you're making that pretty tough on me i tell everybody that i burn meat for a living so. <laughs> well you know hey somebody's got to do it yes might and, as well be you and as far as that king title i always tell everybody unless you invented fire you didn't invent this barbecue game <laughs> so we all learn it from somebody and there's a lot of folks out there that i'm deeply in- indebted to for teaching me how to do this so, through my family and through friends in the business and i learn every day so start start out how did you get into the business, and then how? Did, why barbecue, and how did that all evolve? Well, I go way, way back to uh, bussing tables for the Slay family, and then I went to work for the Del Pietro family. This was back in the, I guess my first job was in the late 60s, then the early 70s. Um, loved the business, uh, decided to have a family, and uh, that makes, the restaurant business at that time was really tough because we did so much of the three o'clock in the morning stuff that uh, to have a family and, and be in the restaurant business was really kind of difficult. So I got out of it, and I actually, if you saw me today, you'd be surprised to know that I, I wore a suit and tie for a number of years. But uh, yeah, to see me now, they all push me towards the back door to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm usually there thinking that I'm the delivery guy. So Aww. yeah, I, obviously yeah. the the beard wasn't that long. No, 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 no. It was. Uh, <laughs> it would it was, cover the tie up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It would be the tie. <laughs> yes, right. Oh, I tell you there, Mike, I like that nice hair-looking tie that you have on. Well, it's funny. My buddy said, he goes, the only reason you do that is that when, when you take your glasses off and you put them on your neck, nobody can see them. So. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of a beard having that, you know, 
the benefit, purpose the benefits of that? it is a benefit yeah, isn't it, it? Uh, i usually trim it i ride a motorcycle and usually when it blows up so far that i can't see <laughs> while can't i'm riding see. it's time to trim the beard that's yeah. usually a good indication yeah. you know if i happen to see somebody speeding down on their motorcycle and their eyes have you know beard <laughs> around them i'm getting off yeah I've, i'm not uh, even waiting for the exit you gotta watch out. I, i've turned a few heads that <laughs> I way i bet yeah. you have i bet you have so you you uh, kind of sp- so I did the restaurant business for a long time, learned really the basics of hospitality, which to me is as important as learning how to uh, actually produce wonderful food. And uh, learned that from uh, Mike Del Pietro Sr. back in the day. And uh, he was a great mentor to me. And then uh, his son now, Mike Jr., is uh, one of the best restaurateurs in the city. And, uh, you know, so I, I, I've been around the business a long time and then... <clears throat> Kind of decided later on in life uh, that I missed it and, and actually sat down with a good friend of mine, the other founder, John Matthews, and uh, we kind of drew pappies on a bar napkin. You know, I'd been, I'd been doing some uh, competition cooking with uh, some friends, and we did pretty good with that. And so uh, I felt comfortable with it, and uh, we just happened to pick a time when uh, the – television industry and the barbecue industry were really sort of catching a wave and and we were very fortunate to put an old wooden surfboard out there and catch that wave and we've been riding it ever since so so when location is important too well you know people say that but i opened pappy's in the back of a building with no frontage to olive street and no sign so Location, location, location really didn't work for me. What worked for me is I always tell everybody, being a seventh-generation Missourian, uh, I have lots of friends and family here in St. Louis, and and what worked for me was uh, I always say it's word of mouth, and my friends have very big mouths, so that <laughs> that uh, and you fed them. <laughs> yes, and we and we kept them fed, and so you know that's kind of how the word started. Was just uh, you know we we were fortunate enough to. We saw what was going on. We were on the SLU campus over there, right behind Harris Stowe mm-hmm. College, too. And uh, we saw that SLU was building that new Chaffetz Arena. And I thought, well, you know, if the com- this neighborhood is going to make that sort of commitment, I think, you know, maybe we can get in here early. And, and it kind of helped with the rent because there wasn't a whole lot going on right, there. Right, right. And uh, that's pretty much how we picked the location. And then thank God for a man who's no longer with us by the name of Joe Bonwich who came in because when we started out early um, – I set a precedent that we would sell everything that day and then we would either donate it to charity, but we wouldn't be serving reheated barbecue. Right. And it really created a little bit of a difficulty because what we cook, the fastest thing we cook takes four hours. So when you're trying to gauge in the morning how much to cook, our closing time varied based on when we sold out of food. So we were getting some people coming in going, you know, we we've been there three times and they're 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 always sold out. We're we're not going back, and it became a little bit of an issue for us early on. And uh, thank God Joe Bonwich came in and he he ate with us a few times. He was a great writer for the uh, St. Louis Magazine, the Post Dispatch, and he uh, he said, you know, what Mike Emerson is doing is is the the proper way to do barbecue. And it was like a light switch went off, and everybody went, oh, well, if Joe says it's okay, I guess it's okay. And so that became the uh, kind of one of the things that I'm very proud of is that most of the barbecue places that have come after us, which I believe since we opened Pappy's is somewhere in the neighborhood of 
35 to 40 barbecue wow. restaurants. My wow. goodness. Yeah, it uh, it became, well, they saw a goofy old hillbilly like me cooking barbecue, and everybody figures, well, I can do this. <laughs> I can do that, too. <laughs> and I can imagine the name, you know. So, you know, being a black person, I had to, you know, I have this imagination. You know, how'd you come up with the name Pappy's? Boy, this good, this food was so good, it makes you slappy pappy. <laughs> 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 yeah, actually, I named it after my oldest brother. There were eight boys in my family, and I named it after uh, he was. He had passed away by the time I'd opened it. But his grandchildren always called him Pappy. We we spent a lot of time in in the in the uh, lake community down in the Ozarks, and you know he was always in bib overall. Yeah, it was known yep. as Pappy. That and makes so, sense, you know. Yeah, it's like and, and, that's like perfect. And uh, so we, uh, you know, we we benefited from that name. That you know we we it. it and you don't have to pay royalties. No, no, no. Uh, Just give them a little slab every now yeah, and then, right? <laughs> <laughs> little grandkids. Yeah. Okay, now look. Oh okay, yeah, they're this, they're it all, takes some. Yeah, they're all proud of the way it worked out. And like I said, it was we've been very fortunate because basically when you start something like we did, first the neighborhood has to accept you, and then the city started to accept us, and then through the the media, like you wonderful people here. Uh, the whole country, and it's even gone beyond that now. You know, I mean, people come in from all over the world to Pappy's, and it's like, you know, I laugh when they're walking in. They've got their suitcase. They've come right from, from the, the airport. airport. Right from the <laughs> airport. As a matter of fact, that's oh, that's the only reason why we went to St. Louis. Because if oh, they yeah, did. that arch thing, yeah, that's fine. But <laughs> Well, one of my proudest moments was when somebody said, we came to St. Louis for three things. We came to go to the arch to see a Cardinal baseball game and to eat at Pappy's. Wow. wow. I thought, boy, I'm in pretty, you know, good, good standing. That's yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So it, it's... Uh, it's been a good ride. You know, we've been, like I said, very, very fortunate. I started it with uh, four young guys working with me, and uh, I recently, as of the first of the year, have taken a step back in retirement. And uh, I Oh, think let me tell you about retirement. Okay, it's wonderful. You, yeah, but, <laughs> but as soon as people realize that you're retired, you actually become busier than when you were working. Well, my grandchildren think I'm a full-time Uber driver. <laughs> And I told my my daughter they are priceless because they haven't given me one dime. Yet. <laughs> That's exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, I actually I had an Equinox before, and and my grandkids thought I was Uber as well. So I just took and gave the car to to their mom. Here, you. T- I'm gonna get a little sporty car. You know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I stop like that. that. I, you know what? I think I have to try that. That's yeah. right. Get a little sporty car. You know, and um, stop looking like a grandpa. That's <laughs> <laughs> so. How do you determine? Is it like beef, pork, both, or and then how do you select? Meat. What kind of choice meat do you get? What uh, selection of meat? And, well, the, uh, talk the, about that process. The thing that I, you know, I get a lot of um, people that don't do what I do for a living, and one of their first questions is, you know, give me a give me a good barbecue tip. And I always say a good barbecue. Go to Pappy's. That's right. Go to Pappy's. That's right. <laughs> I, you know, it's, I, I'll, I've used that a few times, <laughs> but um, I always tell them, I said, make friends with your butcher. You know, a good butcher can make your life really really easy and oh, yeah. and you know you can walk in and you can say this is what i want to do and they can kind of maybe you know maybe it won't be the exact cut that you were looking for but they deal with this all the time and so um you can get some wonderful advice some wonderful cuts and uh you know i always say you can't paint a pretty picture without a a, a pretty canvas that's true and so if you start out with the best meat you can uh you're giving yourself a lot better chance of being successful well, let me just ask you one little secret, though. Oh, here we go. We know that this, we know it's the secret <laughs> sauce. We know that. Okay, but do you use beer? No, we don't use beer in our sauce. Oh, uh, I grew up. That's funny because you know the other thing that I don't do is that we don't have pork steaks at Pappy's, and everybody goes, "How can you be 
a St. Louis barbecue place that doesn't have pork steaks. And what I tell them is, I know a thousand great pork steak cookers here in St. Louis. And they're all going to come in, and they're all going to tell me, you know, I can cook a pork steak. <laughs> That's right. Of course you. they can. So I decided to save myself that argument. Just go eat at all their backyards, and then we do all the other cuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I can remember when my dad would barbecue. Oh, Maul's Ma- barbecue yep. sauce with beer was what? Yeah, the, that was the big thing. That was what we all started cooking with, yeah. So you, um, you got the smokers outside, and there's a difference between what most people do is grilling and you smoke. The, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of starting to change over a little bit because, yeah, grilling is usually over direct heat. Mm-hmm. And what we do is with an offset heat and uh, kind of try to impart the, the, the smoke flavor in and then the cooking process follows because the cooking process actually takes longer than the smoking process. Usually all the smoke flavor is, is uh, usually within the first hour or two of your cook. Really? Okay. Yeah. And plus it makes it, what you do makes the meat more tender. Yeah, actually. what it does is like with a brisket, you know, you'll get that, uh, the brisket is not a real fatty part, it's, it's, but there is a lot of uh, uh, collagen in it. And so what you want to do is you want to cook it to the point where that, that starts to break down and melt. And that's, uh, that's where you get that real tender flavor. Because when you use a high heat like that, that has a tendency to want to make everything kind of tighten up tighten up yeah. right exactly yeah. so that, that's why what do they say that it just falls off the bone kind yeah of. we do that low and slow is what low we and it. slow yeah. i like that so uh over over wood uh what we use down there our our smokers can be used with strictly charcoal and wood okay and what we found out is that if we'd like to get three or four hours of sleep at night it we kind of put a little gas assist on there so it's 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 a it's a gas fired wood burner is okay. what it is. Okay. And uh, we use mostly fruit woods, apple and cherry. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, that that smoke flavor is imparted in the first couple hours. And uh, after that, it's just kind of you want to hold a good temperature and maintain a good moisture consistency in your smoker. So do you have like a um a, a bin where a pan of water in there or is this an automatic well, they're, they're kind of convec- thing they're convection ovens okay and okay. so they you know they, they kind of work on uh, i wouldn't call it a convection oven but it kind of works on the same system. principle mm-hmm. yeah and so you know the the meat itself will produce a certain amount of steam and moisture to it okay okay so is the because uh, I see you know people say you Arnold, know, I really think you're trying to figure out how to open a barbecue. Yeah, you know, I think no, so no, too. No, no, no. If you ask me, and then and I'm now, trying to now, do better barbecue now, at home. How much barbecue sauce do you? <laughs> what's the you know consistency? Well, it's kind of funny because we actually do what's called a dry rub, which is a Memphis style barbecue. I was going to ask that. Yeah, and uh, then we we finish. We we serve barbecue sauce on the side, kind of like a, a condiment, you know, and. and about half the people use barbecue sauce, and the other half just use our dry rub. Which mm-hmm. you know, right, so right. That's that's the secret stuff that he doesn't reveal. It's the that's dr- right. What's in the dry rub? That's right. Well, that's I had a, a, an FBI agent ask me one time. He said, uh, <laughs> he said, he said, "Can I get your rub recipe?" And I said, "You know, I said I'm going to give you that in my bank account and my social security number." And he said, "I already have that." <laughs> He did. He goes, I can get that. He goes, I just can't get that rub recipe. Yeah, yeah I can give it to you, but I'd have to right. rub you out. Right, right, right. <laughs> so you uh, you put the uh, wood in water to what? No, what we or? try to do is we try we work with some local orchards around here, mm-hmm. and we try to uh, always find a green wood. Okay. So that it doesn't... Smokes better. Yeah, yeah, get a little more smoke out of it. Okay, interesting, interesting. Now, you're not down at Lake of the Ozarks with your business. No, ma'am. I mean... You, you, would, you know you would clean up down there. 
You know, I've heard that. You would, because that's the one thing about the lake, is that unless you just like fried food, that's what you're going to get when you go to the lake. If you know, if you go out to the other restaurants, there's going to be a lot of hush puppies and a lot of fried catfish and fried, th- you know. But something like what you're talking about, would I think be, I see a franchisee. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you know, would be. I mean, tremendous. And then, of course, it is a little seasonal. But then the people that live there, too, when you think about once the season is over. Oh, no, the, the lake is a wonderful. I, a I wonderful. love it down there. And, it, and it's, you know, I'm I'm so old that when I used to go down there, it wasn't even called Lake of the Ozarks. We called it Bagnell Dam. That's yep. right. Yeah. We did, too. Yep. <laughs> you are so right. And so uh, I've kind of seen the growth of Dog Patch and all that crazy wow, stuff. Wow, has it grown? Yeah. I mean, it was just unbelievable how it has grown. But the, the one thing I noticed that there were just really not any great restaurants down there. They're working on that. People are starting to realize that you know you can as you were saying it was seasonal but there's enough people my age that have retired, retired there, yeah. down there and uh so they'll support if, if you know if you're doing something good you know just don't make it too big and don't have you know you gotta make it feel like family right. you know like home home style kind of thing right i think you know I've, I've i've told a number of guys you know that uh something like the food trucks that have taken off around here if you would do something like that down at the lake where they could, you know, just pull in, grab, because barbecue carries very well. So, like, if you pulled in, got it to go, and then went back to the, wherever you were staying, your condo or your lake house, and, uh, you know, it, it, it would probably work pretty well. Uh-oh, I just see, wait, Pappy's on wheels. Pappy's on the boat. Hey, we thought about that boat too. Truck. We, well, a we, we, boat, we, yeah, and you just you just tool around the lake. We thought you know, about that sail. too about a big houseboat Seriously. where you know we would just you know we would just sit out there and then the boats could just kind of got this big come, smoker on it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk after the. I think, <laughs> that's an idea I think now. A business yeah, plan here. yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, that's a good business. That would be so unique. You guys though. are trying to put me back to work. That's the whole thing. Well, you said you were retired. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all that means. But that would be a unique concept if you think about it. You have a houseboat. All you do is tool around. People pull up in their boats, get their little to-go box, and pew. I bet that would be a, a problem, though, on the lake with there'd be all these boats. How do you the line or a the dock? Yes, yeah. yeah. right. you'd have this floating dock that was went with you. Well, you know, I, I cooked an event in Chicago a couple of years back, and <clears throat> where they located me was right on the Chicago River. So these boats were going by. And uh, we had the smokers rolling, and the smoke was going out across the water. And these guys are like, "This is killing us!" You know, there was nowhere for them to, <laughs> to pull, pull up. In, yeah. yeah. And so uh, I, I was taking two slabs of ribs and wrapping them in a heavy aluminum foil and shaping it like a football. And I was <laughs> tossing them out to the guys on the boats, and uh, we created such a, a, a traffic jam that the the water patrol came up and said, we got we to gotta stop this, boys. You know? <laughs> and so all you did was just take and lob one at them. And they were like, well, you know. You know that? that you're not so bad after that all. That does help. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've learned a, it's a very good bartering chip. Barbecue is. Yeah, you can. It, it works out pretty well. Yeah. Do you guys do uh, poultry? Do chicken? Yes. Duck? Chuck- okay. Actually, uh, turkey is one of our biggest sleeper selling items down there and, and how that came about is the the kids that go to harris stowe and and st louis u mainly the girls now i will be honest with you they, they tease me about uh i was personally responsible for a thing that i didn't even know existed called the freshman 15 oh and so they were all saying that i was the reason that they were gaining weight in college from coming over and eating a pappy so i said well we got to come up with 
a little uh, healthier dish, and we, we started doing this smoked turkey that's just fantastic. Wow. I'm telling you, I mean, everything that you have said, right you know, you see just why I made my mistake. I didn't bring any barbecue with me well, because you're all going to be hungry and mad at me when I leave now. But that's okay. We're here every day. <laughs> and I know where the office and, is. And especially on Fridays. Okay. okay? That's you Friday between all... 11 and 1. <laughs> that's right. Let's be real specific That's with correct. it, right? I mean, who wants to see barbecue at 9 or 10, right? Let's hey, but I'd do it. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Well, yeah. I think, let me ask Chris back there. Now, you know, this is a vote. Okay, we got Chris and we got Sean. Okay, if if uh, Pappy's brought barbecue in here early in the morning, would you eat it? Hmm, let's think about that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was, that was Chris. Okay, let's see now, Chris. Okay, what about Sean? Would Sean eat barbecue First thing in the morning. What would would you eat barbecue first thing in the morning? Get uh, done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now Arnold, really, absolutely, we'll call that a yes. Okay, I'll call that a yes, Arnold. Absolutely. Okay, and and I had I had to tell you this, but <laughs> vegetarian. <laughs> well, that's a yes. My okay. deep dark family secret is my daughter is a vegan. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, but, but did, she makes wonderful side dishes. So, I was yeah, gonna say yeah. your salad dressing. Yes, no, she's, you know, she's um, very, very talented, and and we we have a lot of fun with vegetable it. Yeah. kebab, barbecue tofu. We've you tried know, it. That's, I, that's been it's been tough for me to really get good. At you've got to get really firm tofu for that because tofu, you know, tends to I've been be experimenting. Soft, but yeah. you know that would be a good one because it does barbecue up very well. Barbecue baked beans. Yes. Now my mother makes some of the best baked beans when they have their little get together at church you know and she always brings this big tub of baked beans out she always like scoops some out before she takes it to church because if she takes it to church they're gone it's gone she doesn't even get it why not well we do a baked bean where um we take our beans and we put them on the smoker underneath the brisket Mm. and we catch Catch all that beans brisket love that comes Mm. out of there yeah and uh it makes a pretty tasty baked bean oh you are just you know Dude, we have got to get that floating barbecue place down in the, you know, we can all retire after that. What What are some highlights of uh, of your restaurant business? What, oh, what are What man. are things that stand out to you, Mike, that uh, you're really proud of? You know, I, probably one of the most things that I'm most proud of is the fact that, you know, a little thing that I drew on a bar napkin now supports over a hundred families here in St. Louis with jobs. You know, that's probably right at the top you know we feel very fortunate and you know to watch the growth of the industry throughout the city and see the guys you know because my thoughts were always that you know if you really want to do this I'm going to help you any way you can I can and so to see all the restaurants barbecue restaurants uh, just various you know Italian my good buddy Quee at Miley just to have those guys as friends now is just amazing because i learned so much you know you and i got to go enjoy one of the greatest meals of our lives with with qui and twi you know out there at single, single thread, thread in right? sonoma and uh you know I, it's so i mean i'd have to really sit down and, and and start ticking them off but you know hanging out with uh a guy like adam wainwright who uh, i've become really good friends with through the barbecue business and you know standing on Madison Avenue in New York because they'd invite us up to cook in Midtown Manhattan. And uh, I'm standing there with my son and looking around and, you know, they've got two blocks of Madison Avenue in Midtown Manhattan blocked off for us to barbecue. And I told my son, it was a beautiful full moon on a Friday night. And I said, go get a couple of beers and a lawn chair. And he said, what are you doing, pop? And I said, 
I never thought we'd be in the middle of New York cooking St. Louis barbecue. I said, we're going to sit right here and have a beer. And, and, and absorb it. And, and I yeah. bet you they loved it, didn't they? Yeah, it was funny because they, they invited 10 of us from around the country to come up and cook. And they had someone, the lines would begin, and they'd have someone with a flag at the end of our line. And so I'm working and I'm looking, and, and, and the, the, the flag guy is gone. And I said to the New York promoter, I said, did our flag guy quit? He goes, no. He goes, if you go down this block and then make a right turn, about a block and a half away from here is where he's standing holding the flag for the end of the line to come to Pappy's. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, it was, uh, you know, I always tell everybody we did a little barbecue event for 100,000 people in three days up in uh, New York. So. No kidding. Little church barbecue don't scare me quite as much anymore. There you go. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's Ellie, he didn't say, you know, he won this contest or he won that contest. The things that stand out to him are people and the impact that barbecue and his business has had on people, not only in this community, but nationally and actually internationally, when people come in to see the Arch, the Cardinals game, and go to Pappy. So that's cool, Mike. Well, that's, really that's cool. what really all about is it's about the people. That's right. Yeah. That is fabulous. Thank you so much. Really Mike, a pleasure. Mike Emerson from Pappy's. Thanks for coming in. We really appreciate it. And uh, we're going to talk more about barbecue, kind of the history, the uh, etymology of the word has quite a bit of information. And then Ellie told me that it's National Trivia Day and we're going to have some barbecue trivia. So this is Arnold Stricker with Ellie Wharton of Intune. You're listening to KWRHLP 92.9 FM, your community radio station in Webster Groves, Missouri.